Welcome to the American Slang Podcast, where we will explore language and culture in different regions of the United States. Slang is a type of informal language that's typically spoken in a certain area or by a group of people. Culture is dynamic, language is dynamic, and in this podcast, we will explore the connections between them and the way new words and expressions emerge in different places in America. I'm Anne. I'm a virtual educator and currently work online for the United States government teaching English as a second language through the American Embassy. You can find out more about my courses and educational resources on my website. In today's episode, I talked to Angie, who was born and raised in Los Angeles, California. In this conversation between us, I think will be fascinating for those of you who love American culture and language. And Angie talks about language as this living, breathing phenomenon that's constantly evolving and she talks about how humans deliberately create new words how they play with language and how the meaning changes the shape of words she also discusses how every person can create their own definitions their own meanings their own uses for certain words uh, depending on when they hear them or how they relate to their life at that point in time so it's a very postmodern approach to to slang that I and I love her discussion of this and then we'll also discuss how words are spread how words gain traction and then lose popularity and how that these how these words may connect with certain identities or groups of people in society and they may disappear and then re-emerge and be taken on by new um, subgroups for example so I think you'll find this uh, this episode to be particularly enlightening I hope you enjoy it and let's get started hi everyone I'm so excited to be here today with Angie. I'll be interviewing her about LA slang and a little bit about her her experience as an English teacher in Spain and also growing up and living in LA. (laughs) So tell us, Angie, how long have you been here in Galicia? Well, hello. Hello, (laughs) yes. Um, I've been here for two years now. This is my second year. Um, I came in, oh my God, I came in um, 2021 like late November. I got here late, uh, just visa problems, like mm-hmm. very delayed COVID. Yeah. Um, but I'm really excited and I really love Galicia. It's very reminiscent for me of like what Northern California is. It's very yeah. green and rainy. So in a way it's like home away from home now. It's starting to become mm-hmm. that for me. And I really, I really enjoy it here. Though the rain is no joke. That's <laughs> for, for sure. sure. <laughs> did you have that experience of w- living here? Did you come to some certain realizations about your own culture? Like you realize, oh, my culture is like this or my yeah you started noticing so much more about your about the united states or about california or mm-hmm. about I, yeah it, it's it's strange like how it is living in another country that's mm-hmm. very different from where we grew up from um mm-hmm. and i mean for me being from california and like being from uh, los angeles and it's just a very big city and coming here to a very much more like these smaller cities like very being able to go to like a small like aldea like a little village yeah. you know and that's completely different from what it's like here it's put a lot of things in perspective like that as far as like small uh, like cultural subtleties like how do you like say hello to someone mm-hmm. you know how do you interact with people like some people are very shy some people are very open and I mean, I, I feel like Galician people have like that rep of being like closed off at first or a little shy and just like, okay, like, hello, but then very, very kind and very welcoming once you get to know them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think coming from like LA where it's like, I said, it's a very bustling city. So sometimes yeah. people won't even say 
hi to you or uh-huh. people don't even interact with you it's always like kind of like minding their own business and you know not really caring or just being like oh mm-hmm. like what's going on what's up it is a bit cha- a big change for me like i do speak spanish um and it's unfortunate that sometimes people will tell me oh like your spanish is different you know yeah like, and it's already like starting to othering right and it's i noticed off-putting. that they, they comment about accents yes it's like as soon as you open yeah. your mouth yeah they just want to play that game with you yeah. like, where are you from like yeah. are you this like are you that it's like mm-hmm. no and it's at first for me i i don't know i think I wasn't surprised because I, I kind of had a feeling like, okay, there's definitely going to be something like something of this kind mm-hmm. when I talk with someone. But it still surprises me how reoccurring it is, especially within like older like adults, like yeah. older Spanish people, um, sometimes older Galician people, like when I speak with them and they're like, oh, wow, like you speak Spanish so well, like your accent is so clear, like I understand everything. And I'm just like, okay, like thanks, like like you don't have to comment on it you know mm-hmm. and then people will start guessing like are you mexican or you're mm-hmm. or i've gotten a lot of people saying like oh you're mexican is so great and i'm like you know that's not a that's not like <laughs> shouldn't really say that so it's just like there's this there's this like cultural disconnect that still happens here and i've noticed that in spain like there's still like a very big social and cultural disconnect from the rest of the world and i mean i see that it's slowly getting to the point where people are starting to be more aware of like okay like no there's other countries there's other languages mm-hmm. like you know we should develop this respect for them or like an understanding or awareness of them to like you know better educate ourselves and just be more like well-rounded people but mm-hmm. of course that's not the case everywhere yeah. you know like you'll run into people that are you know like very like oh cool like nice to meet you that's awesome then you'll run into people that will start like assuming things about you and then like start like talking about like stereotypes or you know just really want to i guess critically look at you and it's mm-hmm. just very like off-putting you're like i yeah. don't want to have this conversation you know like this is yeah like yeah there's some the, arrogance there i always think that, that's kind of a stereotype about Sp- people from spain that they could be considered arrogant mm-hmm. in some ways and in some senses I, I have kind of noticed that that kind of arrogance like mm-hmm. oh i don't know about language especially like accents or mm-hmm. if you have an accent so mm-hmm. they point that out to you mm-hmm. you know that's true that's true and i even feel like like, when people are like when they find out we're american they're like oh you're american and then it's like also this kind of like weird thing (laughs) i always i see it always like kind of like gloss over people's face when they Uh have that realization of like oh you're from america like (laughs) you're from california like what like that's so cool let's kind of talk a little bit about la we're going to be talking about la slang we're going to focus on some slang words today and also i wanted to just share the experience of the when i i'm from the midwest the first time i went to la I was a little bit shocked because I was kind of a small town girl. So anyway, I went there when I was 10 years old with my family because I have family that lives in California. And the first thing I noticed was we got on the interstate and there were like 10 lanes on the interstate, which was like, whoa, there were so many cars and so many people and it was very crowded. And also I saw this guy in a Jeep um, (laughs) lifting a dumbbell. Like he was lifting (laughs) weights while driving. He had one hand on the steering wheel and one hand just lifting weights. So this is the impression I have of LA. I've had this impression my whole life i can't get this image out of my mind so anyway do you think like (laughs) do you have you do you see like the flashy the sunglasses this kind of la like this glamorous yeah this glamorous view of la it's starting to get there and i was just having this conversation like last night just saying how you know recently with the rise of like influencers Mm -hmm. and then this big like romanticization of la and hollywood and california as a whole like Mm -hmm. It's definitely starting to 
be there um but where i live like it's not it's not there yet so i'm, I'm excited i live in inglewood right now so it's currently 10 minutes from the uh main international la airport so it's it's not there but like yeah in certain parts of la mm. that you'll go you'll definitely like see people like you know walking on the street with their phone in their hand and sunglasses and like purses or you know dressed nicely or Mm -hmm. You can just, I don't know, I feel like you can just set, pick it up, like you can see their energy and you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Being born and raised in LA, like mm -hmm. I take a lot of pride in LA, like, and I love it. It's home for me. Mm -hmm. And so as much as, yeah, I do agree, it's starting to get very crowded. Um, the traffic is starting to become horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the reason why I don't drive, because I'm like, I can't deal with this, <laughs> nor do I want to. Yeah. Um, the difference between the East Coast and the West Coast, culturally speaking, mm -hmm. would you say that you could make any generalizations? Like, okay, East Coasters are like really ah, tense and in a hurry yeah. and they want to get things done. Yeah. And West Coasters, could you say that they're more relaxed and they're more like Zen or Ooh. spiritual or something? That's <laughs> that's one stereotype that I read yeah, on the, yeah. in this article about East Coast, West Coast difference culturally. Mm -hmm. Could you, do you think it's difficult to generalize or? I mean, I think... I mean, the, the generalizations and stereotypes will always be there. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because I think there's a lot of, sim excuse me, a lot of similarities within that because LA is a very hustle bustle city. Like yeah. nowadays I'm starting to think of LA, like at least like SoCal region, mm -hmm. more as like New York City 2.0 because I feel like that's yeah. sort of what the life is starting to get on. Like mm -hmm. it's very like fast paced. Everyone's in a hurry. Even like when you're driving to the, like the supermarket, mm -hmm. like people are just like racing past you and it's like, you need to relax. Like yeah. I'm going to catch you at the red light, like chill, you're not going anywhere. So it's like, it's starting to get on that weird, like mm -hmm. manic, like I have to do things. And, and I mean, it's sad because it's like, it takes away from your enjoyment of it. And so mm -hmm. that's something like I feel, and I felt that so much when I was like in Northern California, like even being in Santa Cruz, like you could feel it. Like it would, it, you just felt like this, like immense, like breath of fresh air. Like mm -hmm. you felt like people weren't in a hurry. Like people were taking their time a little too slow for my liking sometimes, yeah. <laughs> but that's just because again, I'm used to the hustle bustle, the quick, like I have to be somewhere. Mm -hmm. I gotta mm -hmm. go. I have things to do. And, and NorCal was very like calm, which was nice. Cause it was another like breath of fresh air to be like, okay, like it's fine. Like I'm going to mm -hmm. get it done. And mm -hmm. when I get it done, it's going to be cool. Like maybe not now, but like in an hour or tomorrow, but it'll mm -hmm. get done. Yeah. So it was like a peaceful, like reassurance that I had, which is crazy to say. Yeah. But I, I, I associate that, that like more spiritual, like chillness with Northern California. For yeah. me, that's what I, that's, that's how it felt. And that's what I closely associate it with. Uh -huh. Like Southern California is much more like big city, yeah. like very like flashy lights, mm -hmm. like really awake at all hours. Like you'll find food at 2am, like the drive through at McDonald's is open, <laughs> you know, like, um, mm -hmm. you know, there's that. And then like in central California, which is again has its own life of its own. It's very uh -huh. different, I think. Like I don't have too much experience in Central California yeah. except like just driving like from LA to like college and uh -huh. things like that. Uh -huh. But it's also so much like much of a slower pace because it's mm -hmm. very like rural and agricultural. So I think that as a as a as a way of its own is much more mm -hmm. like relaxed mm -hmm. but also like has to get very like small town vibes of like all right well there's nothing really to do here <laughs> you know i don't know like i always associate people from the east coast being very like yeah like tough because mm -hmm. yeah like yeah. it's very crowded and i i, I don't know i feel like it's yeah. much more crowded because like the states are smaller there and it's like a lot of population so mm -hmm. yeah like you have to like have your elbows out of you don't cross the street and you're like i gotta make it through you know i gotta catch the train i gotta go to the subway I don't know. I feel like, yeah, people have a very, like, tough, hard 
demeanor mm -hmm. and so sometimes friends will be like oh would you ever want to live in new york and i'm like no i would i would get eaten alive by like the bodega cat or like by the grandma just being like move and i'm like oh. but i admire it like i think yeah, yeah it does take a sort of like not toughness but yeah because mm -hmm. i mean like being from la like there's a thing that I, that a lot of people do like we will say oh you have to take the 101 to the 405 or you have to take the seven to the five to the blah blah so we always put the in front of like the number of the highway of the oh interstate. interesting yeah and in northern california people don't say that people are like no you take 101 then you take 405 then you take five to seven interesting so like, yeah you're oh, just like, whoa that? <laughs> and so a lot of my norcal friends would make fun of me they're like oh you're so cal you're like you're so so calian like you say mm -hmm. the in front of the freeways and i'm like it sounds grammar grammatically correct for me so uh -huh, i don't know uh -huh. Um, but yeah, like definitely the language and just how it blends together because like you can go like you can be in One part of LA and drive like 10 minutes and then you're already like in little Tokyo Oh, or yeah, you can go from little Tokyo and to like little Bangladesh mm -hmm. and like, you know You'll see people from different cultures and food and it's yeah. so vibrant and so lively and it's and that for me is home like being mm. able to get in the car and like drive 20 minutes go to one town drive another 20 minutes and go somewhere completely different mm -hmm. and it just being very like connected and like mm -hmm. very so like open. little neighborhoods like the la is full of these little neighborhoods yeah. that are culturally diverse yeah. and you can experience that but mm -hmm. it's kind of car based you do need a car in la yeah. you can't just take a train to these places right unfortunately no okay that's nice that's, that's the sad thing yeah la uh public transport not there <laughs> not where it should be there's buses but they're slow probably yeah yeah i had to i used to go to school in downtown LA for yeah. high school yeah. and um, I would have to take the bus home every day sometimes and so yeah it was a, it was hard being a commuter because if you missed the bus then you'd have to wait like another hour or you'd have to wait mm -hmm. another half hour and then with traffic and rush hour and mm -hmm. oh my god no it was, it was really tough yeah, yeah yeah i can imagine okay so i'm curious that like if i went to la what what are some words that i might hear what is a word that you know could be potentially an la a kind of slang word like yeah this. people <clears throat> so i feel like this is a very you'll you will find this in northern california and in socal so. okay because when i was growing up like middle school age people would start to say hella yeah and if you're familiar with the word yeah. hella is like i feel like it's meant to describe like oh you're hella cool like mm -hmm. you're so cool like you're so i don't know it's, it's such a funny word like it emphasizes whatever it is yeah yeah, yeah. Like, it gives you like this big emphasis on like oh wow like a big oh wow you know yeah. like, like oh cool so if i say oh this food is hella good uh -huh. or you're hella cool you know or i'm hella tired mm -hmm. it's a very big emphasis on whatever you're trying to say and you can use it in different ways like oh this Food mm -hmm. is hella good. I'm hella tired. I'm hella sleepy, or mm -hmm. I'm hella hungry. You know, there's just different ways you can use it. But uh. yeah, it's meant to like put this emphasis on things. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, like I grew up saying that like in middle school, and then I feel like it lost traction and lost popularity, and then like it kind of resurfaced again in like mm -hmm. high school and. Um, when I go home, like I still hear people like talk about it and like use it, but mm -hmm. it's still really funny to say because some people will laugh at it and be like, "Oh, when I was younger, that was a big word we said," and <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, it's still current. It's definitely like still in the mm -hmm. vocabulary and like still alive to this day." Yeah. Um, but hell is a good one for me. Yeah. I for a long time too, people would say this uh, swag. 
Okay, yeah. Is that is it like um, related to clothing or money? I, I associate mm-hmm. it with money or something. So no. that's that's a funny thing. So it's like it depends on how you're using it. Okay. So if I want to say yeah, so for example, like people use swag to to define like merchandise from yeah. like let's say a band or you know something like oh yeah. like I love your swag like exactly. where'd you get it and then people would be like oh you have so much swag which is like swaggertude you know like you oh. have so much like cool like oomph mm. to you you mm. know like there's something like okay like I see you like you're you're up there like you're cool like you have this energy about you like you have so so much swag yeah um like it's the way you uh, kind of are you're mm-hmm, being the way mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. kind of walk and, and yeah. yeah and then some people kind of swagger like, i think that's what the word comes from <laughs> yeah like, swagger and then people just cut it to swag, swag like, okay oh. and then for a while people would you say swaggy <laughs> I'm just like, Ooh. but I'm trying to remember like in what context you would say swaggy. I don't know uh-huh. if you would say that instead of being like, oh, swag. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. people, I think, started using it wrong. People used to be like, oh, swag. To be like, oh, that's, oh, like they're like, okay, like, cool. <laughs> or like, I, okay, like, if I just said, you say, okay, like, let's go for coffee. I'd be like, okay, swag. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like so it's kind of like, yeah, thing. confirmation. But I think I think that usage lost its traction because I don't think people would want to be saying swag. Uh-huh. Like, swag. There, there are definitely a few words, like, from Spanish that people say, like, mm-hmm. and that kind of, like, is now used a lot in English and, like, mm-hmm. people will, like, change it and, like, use it for themselves. Yeah, no, I... Like, I think for for another word uh, that's definitely used sometimes in English, um, uh, I've heard someone say, like, chuco. Like, oh, oh chuco. Que chuco, yeah. Que chuco, que chuco. And, but it's meant to say, like, oh, like, that's either gross or, like, oh, it smells. Like, ah, oh, que chuco. Like, uh-huh, it's dirty. Uh-huh, like, uh-huh. ugh. You know? So if I, like, walk in somewhere and I see, like, mud and dirt, and I'm like, yeah. oh, que chuco. Or, like, you're covered in, like, you're just dirty from yeah. like, the outside. I'm like, oh, estás bien chuca. Like, go take a shower. Uh-huh. So some people say that. Yeah. Um, I think it was, like, popular for a while, mm-hmm. and then I sort of, like, again, like, lost traction within, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. non-Spanish-speaking circles. Like, yeah. people would, like, use it, and then there came a point where it's, like, it's kind of stopped. Because uh-huh. um, in Spain, you would hear, like, que asco, but I don't know. Is it similar yeah. to Mexican-Spanish, yeah, I mean, que asco? we have that, too, yeah. And, like, Latin American, like, they we have, like, a lot of, like, words like that, like, oh, que asco. Like, uh-huh. we say that, too, so in my family, like, oh, que asco, medio asco. Uh-huh. Like, it, it just, it gave me disgust, or it made yeah. me feel disgust. I was like, oh, uh-huh. que asco. Yeah. Or... So um, it's similar to that, but it's more like slang from Spanish slang. Like, I want to say so, yeah, quechuco, quechuco. You're like, oh, quechuco. <laughs> like, oh, like how nasty. You're like, oh, how like yeah. dirty, how gross, uh-huh. um, or how smelly. You're like, oh, huele chuco. <laughs> like, <"What's my> <laughs> um, yeah, that one. And then so you kind of sometimes, a lot of times with your slang, you might go between the two languages. Like some Spanish words, you might some English, yeah. some Spanish, back and forth sometimes yeah. w- between the two languages. Yeah, definitely a lot of Spanglish in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because people here too will tell me like, how is it that you can we can be speaking Spanish and then you start talking to me in English or like you start mm-hmm. putting like five words in English or the reverse, you know, we'll, we'll talk in English. And then my roommate last year was telling me that when I was, when I would speak to her in English, she mm-hmm. was saying like, yeah, like I, sometimes you would change your, your structure, like your sentence structures or your grammar structures when you're speaking. So it's like, you're translating like what you said in Spanish into English. And I'm not even conscious of that at all uh-huh. until she pointed it out. I was like, oh, oh that's interesting. interesting. Like I, I wouldn't have thought about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I caught myself saying it. I, I can't remember with what, but I was like, oh, 
I see now. I understand. I see, I see, I see. But I think that's the fun thing that's, about yeah, like... Yeah, and that's what I... I mean, even I do the same thing after living in Spain for so long. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes you just translate and it just sounds a little bit odd in English. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're used to the structure in Spanish yeah. or something. Yeah. And I mean, Galician too, because you speak Galician really mm-hmm. well. And so I imagine mm-hmm. like... I'm learning now, so I yeah. understand like... And even like that, just like if someone were referring to like anyone like, oh, hey kid, what's up? Mm-hmm. Like... Mm-hmm. No, but what's up is actually still oh, yeah. so relevant. It's still it's around. It's still around. Like, what's, what's up? up? Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like that's never, never going away, which yeah. is nice because I, I love to say that to him. Like, hey, what's up? Or do people still say dude or man, or is that just out? Like, would there be? I think it's definitely gone out. Yeah. It's gone yeah. out of like style. Yeah, completely out of style. So, yeah. what would you say for hey man or something instead? Is there some alternative to that or? Um, I feel like you would just say hey. Oh, okay, just hey, hey. How's it going? Yeah. Like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to be the dude. I used to say, hey, dude. Yeah, hey, dude. I, dude was part of my vocabulary every day <laughs> until a point I called my mom dude one day. I was like, hi. I was like, dude. And my mom was like, what? She called me? And I was like, <clears throat> I was like, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to say that. She <laughs> slipped out. You, you, once you really made the realization you were calling your mom dude, you're like, ah, maybe I need to change this. Maybe I should stop saying dude. <laughs> yeah. And my sister would be like, stop it. Stop saying dude. And I was like, I don't know. It just it became second nature to me. Mm-hmm. Like if I adopt a phrase, I, I keep saying it. Yeah. It's like so yeah. ingrained in me. And I was like, Because oh. the reputation of California saying, everyone's saying like, like, like all the time. Is that still something that people are doing or is it like the valley girl no i know it might be a very it's so funny because how big california is yeah in northern california i don't i can't really remember if i would hear people saying like there definitely would be people that say like and mm-hmm. there's and like seven like times this and like that and yeah, yeah. and I'm i know i say it too much i say it way too much <laughs> um but yeah, in, in LA, like it's definitely still there. It's still really mm-hmm. prevalent. Mm-hmm. People will say like a lot. And so it is like that reputation, like the valley girl. Yeah. Um, so it's still there. It's definitely still there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's some people that, I, like you're saying, like you catch yourself and you're like, I need to. Just, <laughs> like you yeah, catch yourself so. and you want to stop, you yes. know? Um, you become very aware of it. Mm-hmm. So. No, that's still around, but yeah, like dude or like sub yeah. or sick was also sick, another big yeah. one. People would say, "Oh, that's so sick." Meaning it's really sick. cool, it's really great, yeah, yeah. and that's kind of gone out of style. No, surprisingly, oh. like I I heard that a lot over the summertime. Mm. I would hear like my younger my younger friend, who is she's just three years younger than me, and she would say she'd be talking to her friends. She's like, "Oh, that's so sick." Uh-huh. Or, you know, we went to, like, Six Flags, Magic Mountain, like, road roller coasters one day, and she was like, oh, that was so awesome, that was so sick, like, let's go again, and I was, and it was for me, I was like, okay, good to hear that this is still around, people still use sick, haven't used that in a minute to describe, um, haven't used it in a brick. Yeah, you, I, you just said something that was kind of slang, like, haven't used that in a minute, which in a minute is also slang, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's definitely still something I say. Mm-hmm. And some people, I think for me, I got that from Northern California. It was definitely like uh, a slang okay. that I picked up and I still like to use now. Uh-huh. And it's just something that I'll, I'll text it and I'll say it. And I'm like, okay, give me a minute. Or like, oh, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Or like, it's been a hot sec. Oh, it's been a hot sec. Yeah, that a hot sec would just be like, a, uh, like how could you give me an example of how we, you would use a hot sec? Like... Mm. I would say, give me a hot sec. Like, oh, give me a hot sec to or, get ready. Yeah, like give me a hot sec, or I'd say, I'll I'll see you. 
Like if someone's putting pressure on you to leave or something and you're like, yeah. I need a hot sack or give yeah. me a hot sack. Yeah. Yeah. Like give uh -huh. me, give me some time. Give me mm -hmm. a few extra mm -hmm. seconds. Yeah. Um, I, it's, yeah. I, I heard my niece saying that the other day and I was like, really? ooh, a hot, hot sack. sack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or I haven't seen you in a hot sack. Or it's oh, been a, it's oh, been it's a been hot sack. Oh, it's been a hot sack. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a hot sack. I like that. I mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Americans <laughs> just cut off the end of the words because it, it would be second and they're just cutting it and shortening all the, you know. I feel like we're like Andalus Andalusians, Andalusian yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, that's speak, true. We cut things and we, we just... We cut things. Okay, what about, I wonder if you could tell us about slay, how it's used. Slay, <laughs> because slay... It's coming, it's it's here to stay, I think. It's here to it's stay. Here I mean, stay. We're, we're, a slay is something that Santa Claus rides oh. to deliver <laughs> gifts, but I've heard slay as slang, so... S-L-A-Y. Slay. Oh, it's S-L-A-Y. Why? Yeah, that's slay. Oh, that's I thought it was S L E I G H. Okay. Any slay. So, <laughs> nevertheless, what does slay mean? Oh my god, how I would think you use it? Slay or? is just one of those fun words that again like hell it's meant to emphasize mm -hmm. like it's meant to i think it's such a cool like word of encouragement oh yeah like, like i said like any like you slay like you're killing it like you're doing amazing uh -huh. like it's such a cool word to encompass like a lot of encouragement a lot of like love and a lot mm -hmm. of just like support because i mean i could say I could say that about a person, like I said, Annie, you slay. I yeah. can even say it about like a movie. Oh, that movie slayed. Like it was oh. so good. It so was it's incredible. a verb, like slayed. It slayed. Oh, yeah. interesting. It definitely came into popularity a lot. Also, when I was in middle school, and people like started saying it a lot. They're like, oh, slay, slay, slay. But it became one of those weird words, like swag, where it's like mm -hmm. just so popular, so commercialized that it kind of like after a while, people were like, okay, like enough of that. Like let's stop it. Uh -huh. And then like recently, I think like within the last year. It just resurfaced all of a sudden, like social media and like pop culture, and mm -hmm. it's. But the way it's like turned from this like weird, like really like awkward, cringy, like commercialized way of saying like slay. Now it's more used of like in, you know, like it's a very big word in like LGBTQ plus communities mm -hmm. to say slay. You know, like power to you, like, and it's evolved a lot in like the way people want to use it and the way like people. Mm -hmm. associated with and like it's true like my outlook has definitely changed on it like I like mm -hmm. to use it with my friends and like with people like like words again like words of encouragement to like sort of be like oh mm -hmm. like you're incredible like you're doing amazing yeah. like you ki you're killing it you're killing the game mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah that's so definitely. you would say like you slayed it or s mm -hmm. slay just uh, like just use the word slay or would you yeah so yeah. for example I could be like you're gonna slay mm -hmm. or slayed it no no no, no. you're going to slay yeah, you're yeah, going to you slay, slay, or sometimes just slay. When people just say, yeah, just slay. slay. Mm -hmm. I have a friend that she's always like, slay. She's like, bestie slay, and I'm like, <laughs> thank you. But yeah, like, people again, like, I could say, like, Annie, like, you slay. And I'd be like, thank Leah, you. Leah, you slay. You know, like, this teeth slay. Um, so it's like a huge compliment. I'm really, yeah, 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 a huge compliment. But again, because again, I think it's just, it's such a cool way that it's encompassing a lot of emotion, a lot of like mm. love, encouragement, or I don't know, that's the way I think yeah, about it. I'm sure yeah. someone completely else can have a different like outlook on what, on what they think slay means and uh -huh. how it's like used daily. Mm -hmm. But uh, for me, that's something I've seen people use it now. Like um, That's really interesting how you're talking about the evolution of some of these words, how they start and mm -hmm. then they kind of get taken over by pop culture and then mm -hmm. they come back to certain communities mm -hmm. like the LGBT community mm -hmm. using slay more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the evolution of these words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, and I mean, I think that's the nice thing too because it's like language is always like, a, it's a living, breathing thing. Like it's always yeah. going to change. Like, uh -huh. I don't know. I feel like we have a lot of popular English words. Yeah. Sometimes like people will, shorten and then mm -hmm. like want to 
change the meaning of and but we know it's not like accurately like that meaning uh-huh. but people just want to give it a new life yeah give it a new meaning give uh-huh. it something else to do do you feel like that's kind of the creativity uh there's so much creativity I don't know, to create new words. Do you feel like people are creating new words all the time? Oh, for sure. It's sort of new language, new words. Yeah, yeah. And I used to I used to say that too. Like I used to make up my own phrases or like yeah. I used to make up my own random words like when I was yeah. younger because I was like just because I felt like mm-hmm. th- sometimes maybe I didn't have the right word or I didn't yeah. have the right phrase to express like my mm-hmm. excitement or my like shock or something like mm-hmm. um for a while like i didn't know people would say this but i used to say cool beans a lot oh but cool beans yeah, yeah cool beans yeah but no one like my age was saying that <laughs> no one in my school and my friend circle was saying cool beans and one day it just kind of came to me i was like oh cool beans uh-huh. and i was like okay cool beans and i used to say awesome possums a oh lot. yeah so that's a real thing. Yeah, that's true. Awesome possums. No way. No, I've never heard of it before, oh. but I, I hear people always inventing stuff like that. Just being creative and playing with... Yeah. And I, I remember clearly being in high school using these words like uh-huh. cool beans uh-huh. and then awesome possums. And mm-hmm. people would make fun of me like, awesome possums. Like, what is that? And I remember in college, just out of the blue one time, I was like, instead of saying that's so cool, I was like, that's gravy. It's gravy. That's gravy. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's so cool. Like, yeah, that's gravy. That's cool. That's dope. Um, or even dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People, that dope is also another word, like, yeah. commercially used. Yeah. And then I feel like it lost traction and then, like, it's slowly wiggling its way back into, like, mm-hmm. popular vocab every day mm-hmm. or like just language dope yeah I, when i was in new york it was said a lot just dope. really cool yeah oh, dope oh that's dope, dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's also northern california i think i don't know oh my god one thing that i'll never forget is like when a friend of mine described a song as like a banger oh yeah a banger and i was like what are you talking about what's that what does that mean <laughs> or people would say like my friends would say oh that slapped whoa really mm-hmm. that song slaps Mm-hmm. Like as a way so what saying, is like, a banger? What is a banger exactly? A banger like, is just a song that is like it. it it's it. It's yeah. like everything you want. Like it's like oh my god, this yeah. song's such a banger. Like you want to hear it on replay, on like repeat, like every minute. Like it's just such a great song. And so that's like, and people mm-hmm. will say bangers, like oh these bangers, like one after another. Um, and I mean sometimes I'll say that too. It's like oh that song's such a banger, or like it bangs, <laughs> uh-huh. or. Mm, more like it slaps like oh that song slaps yeah, yeah. um but i people I, i've heard it used more for music like mm-hmm. for movie wise that movie slaps mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i guess so because i mean yeah it's meant to express like how cool it is or how mm-hmm. like yeah how much you like it or how much like yeah like i wouldn't mind seeing it again or mm-hmm. i really it enjoyed slaps. it i've mm-hmm. never heard that before slaps really? i love it though mm-hmm. i like that idea slaps. yeah it slaps it is a little violent though some of the american <laughs> slang tends to be a little violent yeah yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. but that is interesting that you say and other people have talked about that like traveling to different regions and not being able to understand what they're saying and just say mm-hmm. okay what does that mean exactly but mm-hmm. there's so much linguistic diversity in different cities in the u.s do you feel like in neighborhoods too like in la could you go to one neighborhood and hear completely different slang than another neighborhood or do you feel like it's more uniform slang in the city or it's definitely it's a mixture of both yeah it's a mixture of both it's very much like uniformed which Mm -hmm. is crazy because it's like how quickly like i feel like you can hear you can hear a word a phrase Uh and then how quickly everyone's gonna talk about that yeah yeah Yeah. and then yeah there's always gonna be like some phrases or some words like you know someone else will be saying and you're like oh Mm -hmm. i've never heard that before like Mm -hmm. oh that's cool and then like i feel like you'll pick it up and then 
everyone and then you'll start saying it, and then you know it, it, you start to spread it around too uh-huh. so i definitely think so yeah and i mean mm. nowadays the cool kids are always like <laughs> saying things too and creating new words and phrases or like mm. again like redefining old phrases and redefining old words and you know trying to use that in their vocabulary nowadays so mm-hmm. that that's definitely common. yeah that we were talking about in the bay area slang like some of the words from the 70s are coming back even mm-hmm. you know like the word gnarly which would be like a surfer slang gnarly. from the 70s it's kind of back yeah. now i remember trying to use that word gnarly but then after i was like no i'm gonna get into it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it wasn't for me i was like yeah. gnarly. there may be certain words that you feel more comfortable with that mm-hmm. you like to say more that mm-hmm. just fit more with you right <laughs> yeah yeah and like i said i think i'll with a lot of slang words um, mm-hmm. especially like new up-and-coming slang words or words that are that were popular ones and like kind of like mm-hmm. disappeared for a while yeah like they come back yeah resurfaced. they're definitely like changing um the definition has changed like mm-hmm. like another mm-hmm. word that just came to mind is like simp oh have you heard of that no. before? Huh. simp like if someone says like oh he's such a simp or like oh he's simping S-I-M-P, mm-hmm. and then S-I-M-P-I-N-G, simping. What does it mean? I can't really tell you a straight answer because I feel like there's the same thing. There's so many different definitions to uh-huh. it. There's so many different contexts you can use. Like, for, for sure, when I heard it in college, like, my definition was, like, <laughs> I used to, my friends and I say sad boy hours, like, when you're just listening to sad, like, music that you're just, like, kind of, like, in your feels and you're just like, oh, I want to kind of be, like, emo i just want to like stay here and like listen to some indie music or just something that will like kind of make me sad for a while and like melancholic i don't know and so sad boy sad boy hours sad boy hours <laughs> sad boy hours okay so that's a big thing and that, that's I, that's something i heard from um in northern california and mm-hmm. then it's also gained popularity in, in la and like the socal region too, so mm-hmm. people will be like oh it's sad boy hours only like oh, it's sad boy hour time and I've seen it in, like, mainstream media now, too, but it was so funny. I was like, yeah, sad boy hours. <laughs> so within, like, this concept of sad boy hours, um, someone was like, oh, like, you're, well, for me, this is where the word simp was introduced. And, like, uh-huh. this, this thing, and I sort of took on a meaning of my own with the word simp. Like, mm-hmm. when I heard simp, I was like, oh, so, like, someone that likes to listen to sad boy hours? Like, someone that oh. likes to be listen to just, like, sad music or mm-hmm. music that will make them sad or, like, mo- emotional or something. Mm-hmm. And so I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go simp now. Like, listen to Sad Boy Hours. But then... Kind of reminds me of Sulk or something. Oh, yes. Sulk or mm-hmm. Simp. I like, don't know. Oh, I'm going to go Sulk yeah. in the corner for a minute. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... Um, I love the idea of taking a word. It doesn't matter what it, how it's used in other contexts. It's just making it your own. <laughs> yeah. Just like, this is how it means. This is what it means to me. <laughs> I have a habit of that. And then people uh-huh. will be like, what? No, that's not how you use it. And I'm like, well, this is how I want to use it. Because with Simp, I think, like, really what it means is, like, it's, it's meant to describe a, a guy. Uh-huh. And it's always meant to describe him sort of like longing for this girl or like this love like sort of this unrequited love and like sort of going out of his way to like do the most and you know trying to be Mm. like to get the attention or just to sort of get like notice or like recognition so sort of like a guy that will like kind of do anything to get to the person get to the mm-hmm. girl and so they'd be like oh he's such a simp like or like he's simping like mm. he's like falling like, he he fell hard for her mm-hmm. like oh he really likes her he really likes him like really mm-hmm. likes them but yeah but i feel like if you ask someone else what does simp mean then they can tell you something similar or something different as well so, yeah yeah these words are, are really nuanced mm-hmm. there's just so yeah. many layers and they're so <laughs> they're very complex no, and which is why it's a little intimidating to use some of them because you're like okay how how is this person going to to take this yeah. when I say it? Yeah. And I, it's funny that you say that because, yeah, slang nowadays, I feel 
and has changed a lot from like mm-hmm. how when how whenever we were used to saying a word mm-hmm. like slang because nowadays i feel like there's so much nuance to it like you're saying mm-hmm. like there's so many different layers like mm-hmm. it depends the context that you use it how you're using it like in what moment like yeah. what are you trying to describe what are you trying to use it for uh-huh. like that i feel like also changes the meaning changes like the emotion and how you how you're just trying to say the word um like that's said, true even the intonation of it or is it sarcastic or is it like a positive thing mm-hmm, or a negative mm-hmm. thing it, it could have double meanings yeah as well yeah my mom is from guatemala and my oh. dad's from el salvador and so already like from the get-go like just like central america and like even like south america and mexico like every country has their own like distinctive mm-hmm. like way of like speaking like slang or just like mm-hmm. everyday usage of things um and so the thing is like growing up in la there's a very big predominantly like mexican like community and so like mexican spanish kind of like reigned like mm-hmm. more popular and yeah. so for me growing up I, I grew up more speaking like mexican spanish in the sense of like using slang mm-hmm. um using certain phrases that are more commonly used in mexico than i would like in my own country mm-hmm. and so now that i've gone older i'm like well i want to learn more like phrases from like guatemala or like from el salvador like saying so like in el salvador like to say like phrases or saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we say dichos uh-huh. so mm-hmm. i don't know if that's the thing that people also say in like other parts of that speak spanish in latin america but we say dichos like mm-hmm. oh un dicho mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. dichos esto like the saying goes yeah um and i know my grandma my from my mom's side like she had so many like great ones and i told my mom like i want you to write them down for me like because mm-hmm. i would love to continue saying these and i would yeah. love to like have that and like for me that it's always been something about like identity too because i i've mm-hmm. never really gone to guatemala a lot the last mm-hmm. time i was there I was five years old so it's been a long oh, time yeah and i have like a close appreciation to it because mm-hmm. i grew up with my mom's side of the family and so um and my dad's side of the family like not so much like some cousins here and there and uh i recently went to el salvador but i was 13 14 years old so it's still it's been a while now mm-hmm. and i'm 24 now so it's been a little bit of time yeah. um so yeah and like it definitely gives me like a sense of like wanting to know more wanting to connect more with mm-hmm. like my roots and like culture and language because yeah there's like certain words that in spanish like in my in guatemalan spanish that maybe are very different from salvadorian spanish mm-hmm. yeah like growing up now and like being older and like coming here mm-hmm. and like seeing like the different languages and sayings and like how like galician people like hold like their own sayings you know mm-hmm. like for me I, I don't think this is galician at all i think this is a very spanish thing but like saying people were saying oh por si las moscas mm-hmm. yeah, i think are you familiar with that saying too por si las moscas i've heard it i can't i don't know what it means so it just means like just in case oh or like por si las moscas. If in case, okay you know? if, okay so for yeah. example like right now i'm like i didn't bring an umbrella mm. which i should have because i was sprinkling on the way here and i was oh. like oh, por si las moscas like oh, oh i have to be prepared like because yeah. you, ne- you never know it's just mm-hmm. it meant to be it means to be that like you never know mm-hmm. so it's like mm-hmm. just in like, case like take your umbrella like por si las moscas because you'll <laughs> never know um but i asked my mom i was like have you heard this before she's like yeah and i'm like this is crazy really? i've never heard that she's yeah. heard it before oh interesting yeah. and i was like this is the first time I've heard it. Like it's, it sounds so mm. funny, but it's so mm-hmm. cool. Thank you so much, Angie. This conversation has been really meaningful. I've learned so much from you. I feel like some amazing themes have come up out of our conversation, words, ideas, uh, this, this whole concept of the language evolving and changing. So I really appreciate you sharing your, your culture with us, your identity, a little bit about, you know, where you come from and 
And thank you for being here and joining me on the podcast today. Oh, thank you, Annie. It's been a pleasure. And yeah, thank you so much for inviting me and you slay. <laughs> slay, Annie. Slay. <laughs> thank you for joining me today in the American Slang Podcast. I hope you enjoyed listening. And I look forward to sharing the next episode with you, which is going to be about slaying in Houston, Texas. Mm-hmm.